0: what's up it's your man right here b to the l to the a double k a that's blacker um this is my new podcast show right here called the Sixth Sense, and basically we're going to be dabbing into sports entertainment as well as current events so let's start off with the first topic did anybody see that brawl last night between the basketball college basketball teams kansas and kansas state it happened directly after the game uh Kansas State was being blown out, and it was about 11 seconds left in the, in the game. And one of the ball players from Kansas State decided to come. He stole the ball from the guy from Kansas, decided to come down the court and try to score. And in the process of that, one of the players from Kansas blocked his shot. And as the guy from Kansas State fell on the ground, the guy from Kansas that blocked the shot had stood over top of him with a mean mug look. So everybody was like, "Damn!" So the next thing I know, benches just started to clear, and it was an all-out brawl. As a matter of fact, I hadn't seen anything like that since the Malice in the Palace back in two thousand three, right before my, right after my son was born. He was only a few months old at the time. But uh, the one thing I want to say on this particular matter here is that we can't tolerate this in. Uh, sports, whether it's on a professional level or a collegiate level, uh, there will be some suspensions. I'm quite sure. Once the referees review the uh, tapes and find out who was actually throwing punches and how everything all started, there will be repercussions to this. Uh, I heard some people say, "Well, they deserve to get maybe two or three games as far as a suspension." I'm in favor of suspension, but I'm in favor of a lot longer than two to three games of suspension. I feel like these guys should be suspended for uh, a half a season or at the very least conference ma- conference matchups. We have a lot of this going on in sports today where, you know, it's just been a lot of fighting, a lot of finger pointing and all types of things like that. Um, people pay their hard-earned money. To come see a basketball game to see the guys play basketball. I'm assuming if they wanted to see a fight, they would either spend their hard-earned money on UFC or actually boxing or something of that nature. But when it's on a basketball court hardwood floor, and something of that magnitude spills out into the crowd, um, you got little kids there, you have elderly people there who may not can get out the way fast enough. You got guys that are like 200 and some pounds, six feet tall running the 4-3 up and down the court and it's kind of hard to stop that when you're in a brawl or melee or something of that nature but nevertheless uh, it was good for TV as far as ratings I'm quite sure anybody that didn't watch the beginning of that game and they watched the end they probably got their money's worth as far as their eyesight worth also I want to dive into the female boxer some people call her T-Rex. That's a nickname. Her name is Clarissa. Uh, I've been watching this young lady ever since 2012. When she was an amateur. Just starting in boxing. Uh, she has won two gold medals since then. She's 24 years old now. Uh, she has five different belts. And five different weight classes. She Her most recent fight was this past weekend. And... Uh, She knocked the girl down in the sixth round and it was pretty much over from that point on. The reason why I'm touching on Clarissa right now is because there's been reports that Layla Ali, everybody knows who she she is. If you don't, that's the daughter of the greatest boxer in the world, Muhammad Ali. Well, in the late 90s, early 2000, Layla Ali was at the top of her game as far as boxing. Since then, she's been modeling, she's had a family and also an acting career. Uh... For some apparent reason, I guess Clarissa thinks Layla doesn't like her. Whatever the case may be, I don't know. I wasn't there. She said that her and Layla was at the same event one time, and Layla just walked past her, didn't even acknowledge her or anything like that. Um, Layla's 41 years old now, so I really don't see her coming out of retirement to actually try and fight a 24-year-old woman. But hey, who knows? Anything's possible. On the, side, on the other side of that, Conor McGregor had a big fight this past weekend when he went against Cowboy Sirion and beat him in 40 seconds. And everybody was like, damn, Conor's back, bro. 40-second beatdown, 40-second knockout. Yeah, he's back. I've also heard reports that there could be a Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather too. That's correct. A Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather too. And I'm just sitting here talking about how Layla is in her 40s and she shouldn't come out retirement. I feel the same way about Floyd Mayweather as well. I mean, this guy's like, what, 40, 41 years old, somewhere in there. He's uh, 50 and old. If you keep, the way I think, if you keep pushing it, Floyd Mayweather, at some point in time, somebody is going to test that jaw and you're going to be laid out on the canvas. I don't think it's going to be Conor McGregor, but hey, it could be anybody. But if I was you, Floyd, i just continue to make my money doing appearances and uh, just leave boxing alone. You have nothing else to prove. You're, you're one of the greatest in that weight class of all times. You have beaten some very competitive boxers as well. You've also did a little stint on the WWE, if I'm correct. I think it was SummerSlam, if I'm correct. Um, nevertheless, you've been one of the greatest. But if it was up to me, Floyd, I just hang him up and retire. Of course, people gonna always want to talk about fighting you because it puts the spotlight on them. They probably necessarily, they probably know that they can't whoop your ass, but as long as your name keep coming out of their mouths, then the spotlight, the media, and the focus is always gonna be on them. So, Floyd, if you're listening, if you're out there, whatever the case may be, stay retired, bro. It ain't worth it. And also, in the sports world, I want to talk a little bit about Antonio Brown. Everybody know who Antonio Brown is right now. He's like the class clown. He's been making an ass of himself for God knows how long now, ever since he left Pittsburgh. Um, what troubles me about the NFL is that they don't care about the player off the field They only care about how much money that player can generate for the team and for the NFL itself. Antonio Brown needs help. I'm not sure if he's on drugs or he's just going through something that, you know, just personal. He refused to talk about it, whatever the case may be. But uh, it basically started back in his days in Pittsburgh, you know, when the Steelers drafted Juju Smith in the second round. Um, Antonio Brown wasn't too happy about that, and things really started to escalate a couple of years ago when the Pittsburgh Steelers had named Juju, uh, Juju smith schuster as the MVP of the team. Well, that definitely didn't sit well with A.B. Um, he talked about how he was better than Juju Smith and amongst other things. Now, remind, let me remind you that football is a team sport. You have 53 guys in the locker room. Of course, all 53 guys are not going to have the same personality. But you you guys are all there for one common goal. And that's the win. And in the process of winning, make a little money or a lot of money and win a Super Bowl. Well, Antonio Brown got the money and he got the victories. He has yet to play in a Super Bowl. But uh, he had enough... Sh- Antics and charades in Pittsburgh to where Mike Tomlin, the head coach, just said, Fuck it, we done with it. He's got to go. Even when it was seen like it was Antonio Brown who was pulling the strings saying that he wanted out of Pittsburgh, I truly believe that the Pittsburgh organization had already made up their mind because they had seen enough. If you remember, uh, it was after a playoff victory and the coach was in the locker room giving a speech and Antonio Brown decided to go live on Facebook while his head coach was talking about prepping for the next team. That didn't sit well with a lot of people in the organization, uh, especially Mike Tomlin, the head coach. And I understand that we live in a social media world now where it's as far as two people sitting across a table talking to each other, that no longer exists. They can sit across the table from each other and text each other. So as far as the actual conversation, just no longer exists. And uh, this social media platform that a lot of these athletes have, they are making money off it. A lot of people are subscribing to certain pages and certain things that they're doing on social media. So I completely understand that the organization or the head coach or whomever, you know, decided, hey, we can't have this Antonio. And the, the sad part about it is that at that point in time, Pittsburgh didn't do anything as far as disciplinary reason or uh, actions, I'm sorry. So they allowed him to play the following week, you know, and they were uh, exited uh, by the New England Patriots that following week. And Antonio Brown, good game, whatever the case may be. And then to fast forward a little bit, if, you know, getting to the uh, season uh, last year after he left the uh, – the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was then picked up by the Oakland Raiders. And shit just went left. You know, like, no soon as the ink tried on the contract. I mean, this guy goes to France and comes back with false bite all over his feet. And he can't practice. And then he started bitching and screaming about helmets. And how he uh, should have the right to have whatever helmet he want. And whatever the case may be. And... Little did anybody know at that time is that the NFL, anytime they do a helmet change, if I'm correct, I think it's every 10 years. So every 10 years, they do a helmet change, but they don't just make a helmet and say, hey, guys, y'all put this on your head and you go out there. They make dozens of helmets for the players, and the players can pick from about 10 plus helmets, if I'm correct. So you mean to tell me that this guy couldn't find one helmet out of 10 plus that could feel comfortable on his head while he go out there to play? Nevertheless, the chaos chaos just continued in Oakland. And then Oakland got fed up and said, you know what? Fuck it. He's got to go. Then he goes to New England. New England picks him up and they pick him up right before the season starts. And no soon as he puts on a New England uniform and he goes out there the first game and perform, shortly after that game we have rape allegations that pops up about one of the tra- one of the female trainers that he had said that he had made sexual advances and sexual misconduct at her, and he was being sued for that. And then it comes out, and then the Patriots get rid of him. Well. If you thought that was going to be the end of Antonio Brown for the 2019-2020 season, eh, you were wrong. This guy goes on social media and starts telling everybody's business. He's talking about Robert Kraft, which is the owner of the New England Patriots, about the whole scandal that he was in as far as the massage parlors. And then he starts to go on and ranting and raving about all different types of things about the Patriots organization. And Tom Brady allowed this guy to live up under his roof with his wife and kids during the uh, preseason because he was trying to get close to Antonio Brown to let him know, hey, I got your back, bro. We're going to be this duo, and we're going to take this team to the Super Bowl. That shit didn't last one week before the Patriots got rid of him. So now... He has no team to fuck up, so he's just sitting at home with a bunch of money and a bunch of thoughts going through his head. Now it goes from ranting and raving about certain football players to now to his baby mother. Now for those who didn't see the video that TMZ had posted a couple of weeks ago, Antonio Brown's baby, one of his baby mothers came to the house allegedly. and. Uh, according to Antonio Brown, she was trying to steal from him. So Antonio Brown calls the police. The police come, do their job, and this guy turns on the police. start calling them crackers and motherfuckers this and motherfuckers that. His son, which is, seems to me could not been no more than maybe about two or three years old, he's hearing all of this. And the part that had me shook the most was his son said, I love you, Daddy. And in return, Antonio Brown said, I love you too, son, and went right back to bashing the kid's mother in front of the cops, in front of his own son, and everything. So finally, the police leave with her in the back of the uh, car. So it, just in case anybody thought that was the end, Antonio Brown, oh, no. There's been a new report that has surfaced up to where there was some type of battery or something at his home uh, earlier this week or perhaps late last week when there was a moving truck that had pulled up in front of his home and uh, the police had to be called out there and from my understanding they were there for like a long time now antonio brown is being investigated so there hasn't been any type of charges or anything like that against him, but The brother needs help and you know, when things start to go beyond the football field or beyond the basketball court or in certain cases beyond the golf course, you know, then that's when you have to start looking at a person's psyche, their mind frame, you know, and these guys need some type of counseling i think they have the money to pay for it they make all the money in the world playing games that we grew up as kids playing for free so it shouldn't be any problem to me with him getting some type of help but enough of antonio brown and uh i want to go in another direction a little bit here with uh a little bit about the President of the United States and impeachment. Now, I'm not sure if anybody is actually paying attention to this because it's been on TV for like the past couple of days and it's been taking up a lot of TV time. I'm missing a lot of my shows due to this shit, but hey, it is what it is. Um, Me, personally, I don't care one way or the other. If they want to keep him in, in office, fine. If they want to kick his ass out, fine. I'm either way I really don't care doesn't stop my flow doesn't stop my paper doesn't stop anything doesn't really have anything to do with me it's just a bunch of rich people arguing over who can tell lies the best that's basically how I see it um uh, allegedly he has held withheld money from Ukraine if I'm correct because he wanted them to open up an investigation on his uh political rival which is Joe Biden Joe Biden's son sat on the board of a company in Ukraine that is basically was ran by his father if I'm correct but nevertheless the president wanted some dirt on it and I guess through uh, certain political fields that was a no-no well this guy here think he's above the law and he think he's untouchable but uh, I think within the coming days or perhaps coming weeks, he's going to realize that, hey, he is not untouchable and he's not above the law. But aside from that, um, I want to give a couple of shout outs to some up and coming artists in the city of Petersburg, Virginia. Um, first of all, I'd like to give a shout out to Kari K1 aka wrong street rail he has an album just about to drop called the ghost of pecan acres um quite sure everybody in petersburg knows exactly where pecan acres is and uh i also want to give a shout out to saquon on Sitnor. he does a lot of uh he has his own clothing i won't say own clothing line but he does a lot of drawing and artwork on shoes and clothes. I've seen some of his artwork, and I'm telling you, it is professional. Um, you can go to Saquon Sitnor's Facebook page and check out a lot of uh, the clothing items that he has. Uh, you know, uh, drawing cartoon characters and uh, musicians and all types of people on the clothing as well as the shoes. I'm telling you, the man knows shit. Well, this is your boy B to the L A double K a blacker and you're listening to the six six podcast. I want to thank y'all for joining me today and I'll see you on the flip side. All right.